You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. Episode 295 of the New Utah Podcast. Coming at you not live. <laughs> Not in person. Even Bree and I aren't in the same room right now. It's weird. Uh, I'm in this nice studio area that we have set up, and uh, it's just me. There's no one else. It's Not kind of weird. Honestly. I'm in my office. No, she's she was in here. Yeah, she's still in here. What are you doing? The spot that she. What am I doing? I was looking for the dog. Yeah, why she's were you going in under here the, in the oh. spot that? Anyway, maybe I should make Bree come down here. She's confused. Why? I'm not Because you're confused what I was doing. I was looking for the dog because Jeremy asked if the dog was down here, but the dog is down here. I just so. didn't hear it. I wouldn't no. have heard, any, heard it any better downstairs than I would have heard it up here. It's, uh, it's yeah, whatever. It's, it's the show about Utah. <laughs> we do stuff. <laughs> it's weird when we don't have the music, so we're, we'll just get this out of the way right out of the bat. We are all on Skype this week because, well... Uh, Julia, Julia may or may, or may, may not, not have, have COVID. COVID. We're unclear Who knows? based on her various test results that she's gotten with her home tests. Um, she's got two but, positives uh, and two negatives. Well, so and then an actual test point. Uh, with the state center that was negative. Yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, so, I wouldn't base could, it all on that when you've got two other positives. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't really matter. Uh, why is this thing? God, my computer. This computer is really just being a piece of shit tonight. Like for some reason, like the window that pops up when there's someone, when I've got like it tabbed out to a different window was still up on top of the original Skype window. I don't know. This is just, this is difficult. But anyway. It probably, se- uh, probably sounds fine the on the recording, but it's kind of laggy-ish. I don't know. Is it? Maybe it's me that's I think you're more laggy than any of us. Could be. Um, Maybe. You know what? Hold on just a second. The only one on here who's clear is Chris, so everyone else is all pixelated. You you guys just go ahead and and talk amongst yourself for a minute. Maybe you can talk about how you got COVID, Julia. Yeah, Julia, why don't you give us the rundown? Right. So uh, out of nowhere... On my drive home from going to the aquarium the other day, my throat got itchy. So I was like, well, that's fun. And I drove over to the walk-in testing site that the state has provided. And now they have like four-hour lines and they don't take walk-ins anymore. So it's appointment only. Um, It was Saturday evening, so I had to wait till Monday to get a test because they don't do it on Sundays. You can't get COVID on Sunday. That's right. Um. The Lord's Day. Um, So basically, I sat at home and then I looked at DoorDash because I was hungry and I saw they had at-home COVID tests. So I just ordered on DoorDash. Yeah, so I ordered a box of those. It was like twenty bucks. That's the price you're gonna pay wherever too. So yeah, it's better than the hundred bucks or whatever it used to be. But no, I'm glad they do it on DoorDash. So I don't have to go anywhere. Who the hell paid a hundred bucks for an at-home test? 
when they just had them come out, they were like a hundred or more. People yeah, I guess that's true. It's price controlled by the government right yeah. now. Now it's like twenty five bucks, but it comes with two. Anyway, I took the first one and it said negative, and then it says wait twenty four hours and then take it again. So I was like, fine. So the next morning, I woke up feeling miserable. Um. Um. So I took the test again, and it said positive. And then Brighton was like, okay, well, you've had a negative and a positive, so take another. So I door dashed again, and I had them brought over again, and it said positive again. And these are like, the lines are barely, barely, barely showing up if you squint. So it's not even like a good, solid line saying positive. So um, you, you, you probably have had COVID for a while. This is the thing that people don't understand about this particular variant. You probably had COVID for the better part of five days already. Um, it's uh, you, you've got some antigens, uh, but you're probably you know past the point of really being infectious at this point. Yeah. Um, so um, at that point, it was Sunday, and I had my appointment scheduled for Monday afternoon. And just for kicks and giggles, Brighton took the last test to test and see on himself. And before he could even finish throwing away the stuff in the trash, it had the brightest positive line on it. So now we're both in timeout. So was it the was it a test where you swab your nose and then shove that into a card and turn it, or is it the one where you swab your nose and put it into a, a tube? Put it in like a little liquid, and then you put a couple of drops into the little tester. Kind yeah, because like there's a couple different ones that you can do at home, and. Um, I don't know. I had the same results with with all, both of them when I did mine, but uh, yeah, there's the yeah. one where you can you put it in a solution uh, and you have to mix it with solution and you drop the solution onto a test indicator. The other one, you just shove the gross nose swab into some stuff and put it on the thing, and it'll tell you yeah. after a while. Looks like a yeah. lollipop so, when you're done. So now we're both in timeout. And we're just <clears throat> waiting for Monday to roll around when we have our appointment scheduled because you can't get COVID on Sunday. Um, and Brighton's looking up on Facebook and he sees this thing where someone bought probably a dozen tests and, and just for fun, they put different sodas in them just to see what would show up as positive. And a, quite a few of them were showing as positive. So it was kind of weird. So that's uh that's, that's soda reacting with whatever reagent right. they have that's doing the line. So it doesn't mean much. Hopefully, your the pH inside of your body is not triggering something right. like that. Right. So like morning rolled around, and I went and um, got my test, and Brighton got his test, and we're both negative. That doesn't mean that I don't have a fever, and I don't have a stuffy nose, and a sore throat, and a cough. But at least according to that test, state test wasn't. And then Chris said something about. Uh, the state test was done by Nomi Health, and he wanted to talk about that. No, I'm not going to talk about Nomi Health on the air. I'll talk to you about it afterwards. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I just yes. know some stuff. So Nomi Health has been sued by like three different states at this point um, who did some contracts to get them testing. It was a group put together by a bunch of dudes from the Silicone Slopes uh, group, a um, bunch of the like, you know, tech nerds and stuff. They're like, oh, I think we can help. We can secure some PPE. This is back in, you know, early 2020 when all this stuff started happening. And like I asked you, so they got in trouble because they were using 
uh, instead of just latex gloves or, or nitrile gloves, you know, the ones that you, you're supposed to use, they were using like the type of gloves that you use to inseminate artificially inseminate manually uh, bovines or like do like the big long ones that go up your arm. the <laughs> long ones that go up to your like shoulder. And I remember cause I got a test. I had a scare in, in the semi early days and I, I got a test and it was like, here's this long ass glove. <laughs> so they, they, they got in some real trouble early on. Cause I don't think they quite had stuff figured out. Um, like they had, there were questions early on because like, the rest of the, like in most areas where they were testing, cause they were testing across the country, there were, you know, they were getting 10% positivity rates when everyone else in that same area that was testing was at a 20% positivity rate, which says they're probably doing something wrong. So I think they fixed all that by this point, but yeah, I know that the state, um, the state, who were were at least for Utah they're administering it, but Nomi is the one just giving us the results. So yeah, it's the same. Nomi, Nomi's messaging us. It's is at least what they said. Same it. difference. I mean, honestly, the test. I think your test, Julia, wasn't it a PCR t- or was a uh, for a Nomi? It was just a rapid test, right? So it's the same thing you took at home. It's the exact same test. In fact, like some of the sites. They even say on it, it's a Bitax Now test, which is the same test as most of the at-home tests. Um, I don't remember which one Bitax is, if that's the lollipop one or not. But um, the the real definitive test that you should be getting if you're super curious is the is a PCR test. That's mm-hmm. the test that it you should request your stuff. The lollipop one is the Bitax Now Bitax. or whatever. That's the kind that we took that looks like the lollipop. Mm-hmm. So anyway... Yeah, good Fun. Time. I'm sorry you're sick, Julia. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, in addition to being sick, you have fantastic air quality to deal with as well, <laughs> especially if you're feeling crappy. I drove, so Phoebe had a vet appointment yesterday, <clears throat> and I was driving, uh, it was like 10 o'clock, 9.30. And I was driving Chopper to his in the morning, and I was going to drive Phoebe to hers in the afternoon. And between the fog and the haze, there was, like, you know on 56 West where the skate park is in West Valley? That yeah. West Fest and stuff? You could not see any of the skate park from the road. Which from, is, like, it's like right lane, just, yeah, it's not, it's, it's right like next to it. Feet away. Yeah, it's 15 feet yeah. away from the road. Like, it's right there. You couldn't see it. Well, a lot of skateboards bad. just kind of roll out into the road. And, uh... Uh, I mean, the fog lifted a little bit, but it still didn't feel like it wasn't foggy by the middle of the day when we went to take Phoebe and get Chopper picked up. So, so the air quality is bad. Our air quality as of right now in doing this recording is at 120. So good is 0 to 50, moderate 50 to 100, unhealthy 101 to 150, really unhealthy 151 to 200, and over 200 is Bad, bad, bad news. We're at 120 at, at the moment, but I think we were 180 yesterday. Well, so we've like, had worse air quality um, <laughs> in those, the summer with those fires. But to give you an idea, so where were we at today? We're at 120 today, which is lower than it has been, but that's still not good. So we're number 24 in we the were- world right now. 
for the winners. So if you go, you can go to iqair.com. Uh, it's a actually a really good site that shows you where all the bad uh, places are. Um, don't go to Dhaka, Bangladesh, like ever. That place is always horrible. Wuhan, good old Wuhan's up there <laughs> in the top five. <laughs> uh, Kazakhstan, there's uh, Nur Sultan in Kazakhstan, which is Nur Sultan is not our sister city, is it really? No, I said Wuhan. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, Wuhan's really bad right now. Um, but there's like several places in China that are up there. Beijing's not far away from us. They're at 156 right now. So just so you know, we have pretty bad air. Uh, I think there is a storm coming to help blow it out here pretty soon. So I hope so. Like Friday. That's good. I was getting mad at the the weather guy because he's like, yeah, the air is bad for sensitive people. I'm like, it's bad for me. What? It's okay for me? I can go out and like breathe this crappy air. And it's not bad until it gives me asthma. What the hell, man? <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's bad. You know, the the good thing about it being bad right now is the legislative session started today, <laughs> and so I was I was telling Bree. Like over the weekend, this is the best part of the legislative session for me because the like weekend leading into it and because of Martin Luther King Day um, being yesterday, like they didn't start their session yesterday. So you had a whole bunch of news articles like banked up on all the crazy potential bills that have been written and will be proposed, but won't ever make it out of committee. And it's like, I don't even know why they're talking about this stuff. Like KSL had a, a story on one of them that was uh, psilocybin mushrooms, that we might make psilocybin mushrooms legal because there was some piece of legislation to create a committee to study it. That's not going to fucking happen. We tried to make medical marijuana legal, and it's been like the most complicated, ridiculous thing in the world for them to implement. There's no yeah. way they're going to make recreational drug use legal for anything, so... Uh, but it's stuff like that, and you, you see all these other pieces of legislation. I think the hot thing on the Hill today, right now, actually, is the mask mandate stuff. Uh, I think it actually already passed. That they the shot Senate, down in the Senate? Uh, and we'll go to the House. What? No, they didn't shoot it down in the Senate. It passed the Senate with flying colors. It's well, the House what I that, mean is that, they shot down the mandate. They shot down the mandate is what I mean. Oh, yeah, the, the, the bill... Uh, is to overturn county mask mandates, basically. How many proposal um, bills are there this year? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. It's it's growing. One thing that is important uh, for everyone. So we usually do some breakdowns at some point. We'll see if we get to that. Um, but if you go to le uh, like legislature le dot gov, you'll be able to. It's actually. One of the coolest websites I've seen for the legislative sessions, um, you can go there. You can you can see everything from who your uh, people are and, and, like, what committees they're on and stuff. You can see all the bills that are being proposed, what the status of those bills are. You can actually, when you look at, like, the committees and stuff, you can go into the committees and you can listen to their sessions. They record all of them. They post them all up to listen to. Uh, and so you can... You can hear all the different things that go on. It's really kind of cool, um, but you'll be able to see, like, all their meeting schedules and stuff like that. So I would encourage anyone um, to uh, go out and look at uh, the bills set up for 2022. 
Um, right now, it looks like we have House bills through 199 listed, uh, Senate bills through 149, and a few resolutions are out there, you know, 4950 resolutions between the Senate and the House. Um, so quite a few. We'll see. You can how also many see fiscal impact. You can also see fiscal impact. The funny thing is, yeah, once they get stuff figured out, three quarters of them are usually just kind of weird, rather unconsequential. But there's a handful of them that are always big. Yeah, and there's a lot of budgetary stuff. I think that's probably the biggest thing to keep in mind with this legislative session. Um, so we had the the giant infrastructure package get passed um, by by the federal government. Um, that's bringing, I mean, that's like in roadway improvements alone, I think it's like half a trillion dollars was budgeted, uh, like almost $500 billion was budgeted to like roadways and bridges and crap like that. So, um, Utah is going to have a fair amount of money coming to it. Uh, in addition to a pretty large budget surplus that we have, uh, I think largely based on a lot of the population increase, uh, and spending that went on the last couple of years. So I, you're going to see some pretty big spending come out of the legislature. Um, I don't know if we'll see any tax cuts or not. They like to try and give them when they can. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's something, it just started today. So, you know, any of the local news outlets, KSL, Fox 13, um, I don't like pointing people to the Salt Lake Tribune because, honestly, they're terrible these days. Their there's editorial that, got... That. National attention. The animal fighting penalty bill talks about cockfighting, which I thought that was illegal anyway, but I guess they're trying to make sure it is. Oh, no, they're just trying to Is that a big problem here? Is that a big problem Probably. But it also covers uh, animal cruelty, animal abuse, animal abandonment, so it's all rolled into a nice... 316-page bill. But anyway, yeah, you can go on that yeah, site so and look through everything. Yeah, there's tons of stuff. So, I mean, it's things from watershed initiatives to driver license testing to, um, you know, target shooting regulations to <laughs> laws regarding donation of wild game meat. Like, there's everything. Uh, so you can kind of thumb through that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the, the outlets like KSL will do big reviews and stuff. So food truck licensing is probably big. Yeah. And, and one thing to keep in mind is this is the place where you have a lot of voice, right? So, you know, if you feel strongly about something that's out there, write your legislature, give their office a call. All of those things are listed in that le.utah.gov. You can go find your legislator. You can um, give them a call, like all their office and contact information will be on there. For some of them, Utah's a small state, guys. For some of those legislatures, their cell phone's right there. Public knowledge. You can just give them a call on their cell phone and say, hey, you know, I feel strongly about this. Um, I'm in your district and, you know, whatever. And we've had how do you do that? Before. How do you say legislator <laughs> and legislature interchangeably in the same sentences? How do you do that? It's easy. Did you have something, Julia? <clears throat> you keep muting and unmuting yourself and saying stuff randomly. 
Chris, I think you're delayed think because here. I can talk after Jeremy and, and and it seems like he doesn't talk over me, but you have like this big, huge delay. So when we talk, you don't hear us until after we've been talking for a minute. Weird. The joy of Skype. We have had people on the show yep. before, though, that have talked about But I feel like some, when I... That talked about some of these that nobody calls in or the one or two people that do call in and say something make a difference because nobody responds to some mm-hmm. of these bills. Yeah, so if you feel strongly about something, definitely reach out to whoever your rep is, whether it's your senator or your, your house of reps rep for your district. Um, but it's important. They're, they're here to hear you. Sounds weird saying that out loud, but that's what they're there for. Uh, and they do, like Jeremy said, they do respond to their constituents. Even if you're a bleeding heart, super progressive liberal, and your representative is, I don't know, Todd Aiken. <laughs> it's not really one of our guys, but who's that? Who's that? Mike Noel. Yeah. You know, they'll still listen sometimes. And sometimes, especially if they don't really have a strong feeling one way or another on a bill, They'll listen to what their constituents ask, and they'll bring that, you know, those concerns, especially if they're valid to uh, their committees into the floor and stuff like that. So, uh, I don't think we can. Which, do oddly this enough, is exactly what they're I mean, supposed to do. It's true. There've been a couple of times I don't where think... I've just written a couple paragraphs, copy and pasted it, and sent it to every email on that list of people, and they'll get back to you. Yeah, sometimes they do. Phone calls are always better, guys. I just, especially at our in our state in particular, phone calls are always better um, because it's real easy to ignore an email. It's a lot harder to ignore someone on the phone. So, and most of them don't get that many calls. So I think we we have to talk about the volcano. Yep, uh, and then we'll get on to the rest of the show. But I think the volcano is a uh, very newsworthy. It has nothing to do with Utah other than the fact that we have. A, a really large number of Pacific Islanders, which includes people from Tonga and Samoa, um, you know, here in the state, the LDS missions out there, I think, are are pretty successful. Uh, and so we have quite a few of those folks here. Uh, and was it Saturday that the uh, the earth that the volcano happened? So off the coast of the one of the big, I think, the biggest island uh, of the the islands there of Tonga itself. There was a giant volcano underwater that erupted. Uh, they caught it on satellite, and it's a really cool-looking eruption. But it was followed by a tsunami that hit California and Japan. Uh, it hit Tonga really hard. Um, you know, I think Japan reported three-meter-high waves, which, guys, nine-foot waves crashing into the shore is no joke. That yeah, stuff, so- nine-foot waves coming to shore is, is brutal. When we were in Hawaii and those little waves that were maybe one foot, two feet, those seemed pretty big. I can't even imagine an eight or nine foot wall coming onto the beach. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing because most of those waves broke way ahead of the beach too, right? Some of them broke before oh, yeah. they even got to the beach. But we're talking about a nine foot wave that is coming way inshore, like way on land. Uh, it's really devastating what those things can do. Even a couple feet in a place like California can cause massive devastation. Um, But in addition to that, I saw some photos today, uh, and that island is covered in volcanic ash. People were saying that they could 
um, hear the eruptions, but like oh, yeah. time delayed because of the t- time it takes sound to travel in uh, in Alaska, which would be so wow. weird because people were waking up wondering what is going on and looking around and, you know, doing community messages, you know, like messaging like ring or whatever saying, what is that? What is that? And nobody knew. They go back to sleep only to wake up to find out that there had been a huge volcanic eruption in the ocean that they were hearing and that they could be seeing tsunami-like waves on their shores. That's crazy. That's crazy to hear that. So anyway, I just wanted to bring it up. It's it's not often that something like that happens, so I think it's worth mentioning. Um, but now we're going to get into... Uh, we're going to get into the focus of today's show, which is um, part of the best city of Utah from City Weekly. Food, 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 always the best. <laughs> so uh, when we talk about this, we've, we've got a couple of awards from City Weekly. Um, you know, we've been stealing their content for years. We really like those guys over there. Um, but uh, every year they do a best of. We encourage everyone to go out and vote. Uh, and then, you know, we usually do a couple episodes where we go through and review readers picks and editors picks and give our thoughts on them and um so that's what we're going to do today uh we're going to go through all the foods we're going to do food and drink and we're going to do restaurants and um there it's weird that they have two categorizations there but uh uh, we'll go through both of them so (laughs) yeah julia thought that our awards hanging on our wall were fake we're fake she thought that we'd printed Printed something out on the the printer and hung them on the wall, and we had to explain to her that no, we had indeed won awards for two years in a row at City Weekly. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. So let's just kick it off. We're just gonna we're gonna start with the food and drink page, I think. Okay, um, food and drink. So start with readers' picks. Yeah, and and just so you know, anyone that's listening, you can just go to cityweekly.net. Um, and you can, there, there's links all over the place for best of Utah. Uh, and then when you get in there, you can actually go to specific sections. Um, but we're going to be specifically, like I said, talking about food and drink and restaurants. Uh, so best pizza, um, bricks corner. I don't is, think I've uh, ever been there. Yeah. Reader's choice for best pizza. It's, I think the first time in a long time that the pie did not win. It's which second. Is, it's second, and Este Pizza is third, which we like Este Pizza here. But Say it was on there. This is a new place that uh, opened up late 2020. Uh, and uh, it's uh, like uh, Detroit Deep Dish, I think, is what they call it. Uh, oh, yeah. So keep so, in mind, these are reader's picks and reader's picks. And then the staff choice are usually quite different. So, yeah. so the way it works is it's all – it's all fill in the blank voting. So they'll have categories like best pizza, best donuts, best restaurant. And when you go to vote, it's just a blank line and you just put in whatever you think and they have to go in and tally these. And so then they group them up and try to get like all the ones that are the same restaurant together. And out of that, sometimes, you know, they find uh, other restaurants that are listed there. And then over the course of basically a year, they're, going out, finding these places and talking to the owners and experiencing them. And, and that's how they get a lot of the editor's picks as well. So I think pie being second just proves that Jeremy is wrong and that we are right. And that the pie's quality is going downhill. It could be. The pie. <laughs> I just don't like the pie. I mean, 
I remember it from college and we've been there as adults and I just don't think it's as great as everyone says. I just go, go put it in the light because their, their restaurants are all really dark. Just go put it out in natural, uh, like natural <laughs> light or let it sit in your fridge overnight. And then you tell me that that's still an amazing pizza because <laughs> probably more nostalgic. About half the cheese off. There's so much on it. Yeah, right. You definitely have to use a, a fork and a knife though. Which is crap. It's pizza, man. It's not deep dish. I bet you have to use a fork and a knife with the with the 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 bricks corner pizza. Yeah, and it says that they have crazy toppings like grilled spam, pineapple jam. Oh, that sounds good. Those two together would probably be good, actually. Interesting. So best. Donuts. That's what it is. It's it's grilled spam and pineapple jam together, just like you would have a. Canadian bacon and pineapple pizza. Mm. They're doing grilled spam and pineapple jam, Sounds which so good. seems more that, accurate anyway. That must be their Hawaiian pizza. I guess. I guess. The best donuts. Banberries won again. They shouldn't yeah, have Yeah, but fresh them. donuts in Delhi, Chris. They're right there, number two. That is actually the best donut shop in the Valley. I have said it every year. I will continue to say it. Those guys, bar none, have the best donuts in the Valley. Uh, Banbury Cross donuts aren't bad because the the thing is Banbury Cross errs on the side of a quality donut and less decorative bullshit uh, as opposed to some of the others that have won over the years. But Fresh Donuts in Delhi is just straightforward. Like here's your your Bismarck, here's your fritter, here's your glazed, here's your cake donuts. They're so good. Uh, well, and one of my coworkers says when she's pregnant, like that's where she goes. And pregnant women know what they want for their food. So <laughs> I think that I think her vote weighs more. But the Big O Donuts, I want to go to for its name for two reasons. Obviously, the Big O is kind of funny, but they actually spelled donuts. Yeah, but that's not. It's how not D O N U T S. Yes, but that's is that's how you're supposed to spell donut. That's how it's properly spelled. Nobody you, spells it that way. You say that cracks me, so you can't. You cannot officially can say, say you should spell out Bullshit. the Bullshit. You way. say legislature and legislator <laughs> as if they are interchangeable words. They are. They're the same. No. Thing. Nope. Not. <laughs> uh, best burrito. Beto's wins. Best burrito. Uh, which Beto's? Because there's Beto's everywhere, or if they just mean in general. It's all of them. It's all of them. Gualberto's. Betas, it's just a giant illegal franchise. So, <laughs> Betos by far breakfast burrito specifically. I think they take over all the old Taco Bell locations. Yeah, I I don't. Ours is an old scone cutter. It's true. It is. You get used to that building too. And I don't know if I've ever had a non-breakfast burrito from there when I got a <laughs> breakfast burrito. The other day so when good. Sean was staying with us, I think she did, but I didn't ask her what she had. But like she gets, uh, I know she gets like the rolled tacos. The churros are pretty good. Yeah, the rolled tacos are good, which are just like taquitos basically. Um, so red iguana got second, which I don't understand because they're not known for their fucking burritos. I think people just think red iguana is great. I will give Lone Star Taqueria a thumbs up though because their burritos are fantastic, uh, and their location's a weird shitty place, but it's so good. I like that place a lot. Just because of what we had for dinner, my favorite restaurant is Chris's restaurant. It's here at my house. <laughs> and he made um, some fish tacos that, oh, my gosh, they were so good. And I was so full and I wanted more. So I just went back and got just the fish part of it. 
so I didn't have like the filler, so I could just eat the fish. But yeah, Chris's restaurant in my house, my <laughs> vote for best tacos. Uh, best fries, Bruges. Mm, I don't know. I still think Apollo. That whole franchise, their fries are my favorite. Yeah, Apollo and uh, or or Crown Burger, either Apollo, one. Crown, Astro, they're all the same. Yeah. Yeah, Astro, Apollo, Apollo, and Crown Burger, but yeah, their fries are really good. Yeah, I really I, like I'm kind of with you guys on those. I mean, Bruges are like the twice fried, you know, traditional like Belgian frite style, but I don't know that I like those as much. And I don't know. Okay, I do have a confession to make. Let me tell you what my favorite fries are on the on the planet. So have you ever gone to La Frontera or La Puente or La Luna or any of those fucking uh, – another great example of a chain of restaurants that are all the Florida. same? La Frontera. Yeah, they're French fries, man. They're French fries. So, they're the shittiest fries. Who is like, ordering <laughs> French fries at a Mexican restaurant? Them. What is they're wrong so with you? They have, they're like the um, – like You the, are a four-year-old child. You should not be getting fries. They're like they're, – they're kind of flat. And so they're like a, it's like, imagine a one by four as a French fry. Cause that's what they look like. They're, they're wide, but they're thin and like they have the, the skin on the edges, uh, and they're not cooked super well. So they're kind of like <laughs> floppy French fries and they have like the same seasoning they use on their chips on the French fries. They're so good. I don't know how many times I've gone to like a La Frontera and ordered a bean and cheese burrito and French fries. Hmm. And it's just a simple okay, but like fries not sound very good. They're you're so white. So they're so good. <laughs> I told you it was a dirty confession, okay? Don't don't chew me out for my crappy confessions. <laughs> uh best appetizers. I didn't even remember that being a, a category when I voted, but I guess uh, it is. Yeah. Um so Cafe Melise. Uh and then Bombara and Maza Cafe. And honestly, I don't I don't know. I don't go to places for their appetizers. That seems more like bar food to me. I don't know. It says traditional Italian appetizers. So, so that charcuterie and I guess pasty. <laughs> some fucking deli meats. <laughs> no, like, some deli meats and some olives and some cheeses. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a great. We all love charcuterie, so I can't talk. Yeah, but that's that. also gonna be like your soup, your breadsticks too. Yeah, but that's not charcuterie. That's not an, app- that's not an appetizer either. Or Those sometimes are... soup can be, I guess. Olive Garden. Well, Olive Garden is <laughs> not a real restaurant. That's like the McDonald's of Italian food. Since oh, Rizzoli's isn't around anymore. I guess we should also say these are all supposed to be local. None of these are supposed to be chains. So. Correct. Correct. I mean, that's kind of the idea is, is it's not chains. If you went to American Fork, it all would change. Chains in second, third place for everything, though, just because they started here. Uh, yeah. Um, so the best ethnic slash specialty market, Caputo's wins almost every year. I it's agree a great with that market. One, it's a great market. I'm very happy that Chinatown Market is number two. That is my favorite uh, Asian store. That's uh, down yeah. on 33rd and State. Uh, well, Plus, that C- complex and- that they put together has a ton of restaurants now. Like, there's so much food there. Don't go there hungry because by the time you're done grocery shopping and you've gone through all of the yummy stuff there and their bakery and everything inside the grocery store, you come out and you're like, well, what Korean food should I have or what? bulbush thing drink should i get or what other bun should i what sweet buns should i buy Uh, they've got the korean bakery they've got a 
they call it's called New York City Burrito or something, which is like sushi burritos and Korean corn dogs. They've got Chick Queen, which is the best freaking Korean fried chicken in the valley. Uh, there's there for Breeze sweet buns. Yeah, you can get sweet buns from the bakery inside of the grocery store. There's a couple noodle places on the outside. I've eaten at a Korean, like a nice Korean restaurant on the outside that was really amazing. The place is great. It's really good. I and need number, to go to this place. Number three is Rancho Market, which was kind of surprising. That, that's, that makes that's me happy a, because we go there quite a bit, too. Oh, I love Rancho Market. If you want shit for any kind of Mexican food, that's the place to go. And their bakery. That's where so we get good. our lard, usually. Oh, my God. Is that the so one good. by the Navy Surplus store? Well, there's a whole bunch know. of them. Yeah. That's a, oh, I was going to say, that's where I go and get some of my herbs for my my witch stuff for my business. Oh, there's also, have you been to Crohn's Hollow, speaking of witch stuff? Do you, do you know of that place, Julia? Yeah, one of my tarot readers is here at Crohn's Hollow. Okay. I just, the dog, the dog daycare moved to just like a block away from that place. So oh, that's that. Um, well, okay, okay so no, yeah. it's not, because Crohn's Hollow, Crohn's Hollow is the corner of 39th, right? Crohn's Hollow is like right off the freeway, like. Yeah, is it off of 33rd or 39th? That I think it's off sure. 39th. But on so they're they're just north of thirty third in the freeway. So they're that's they're cool. right next to the state liquor store that's there. It's tucked away between state and Maine on thirty. Well if you ever go there and you want to get a reading, go to Kelly. She's my favorite. Or Jordan. I guess, I guess I gotta promote my actual reader for my own shop. Go to Jordan for tarot. <laughs> <laughs> Crohn's Hollow is on thirty off of thirty ninth on Maine. Oh, okay. Hey, speaking of tarot, um, since I'm down here and they're right here, we're just going to take this moment real quick in the middle of fucking stuff to do tarot. So this moment is brought to you by... What's your name? Jordan? Julia sucks yep. at this podcast. Jordan Graham. <laughs> you're on a delay, dude. You have to give us like a few seconds to respond. I had to unmute myself. I'm eating. You got a feeling you just can't shake. A little voice inside you. Listen to that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll listen to your gut. There's your tarot card. Uh, Best seafood? Current (laughs) fish and oyster? Um, I I didn't know current was still around. I thought that restaurant closed. (laughs) Is it, really, is it a different current? It, it's got to be. It says it, but it says it's the same spot, 279 East, 300 South, like right off of Broadway. Hmm. I've never been there. I thought that place closed. So did wasn't I. That one, uh, wasn't that one of Viet's places back in the day? I thought. No, that, his was something else, but I can't think of what it's called. His was like Forage. Oh, that's right, Forage. forage. And forage. I, think it was, yep. I think it was in the same building that Current's in. That's right, Current's still there. Okay, now I feel better about it. Um, I've never I've been, heard of Harbor Seafood, though. I haven't either. Uh, and I definitely want to try current. I've never eaten there. Market Street rounds it out at number three, which Market Street's great. Oh, I yeah, just went there good. for Christmas, and I had some fish just like through their buffet line. And even their buffet fish was so good and just tender and flaky and buttery. And, oh, it was delicious. So then we have local spirits. We got Five Wives Vodka, High West Rendezvous Rye, and Dented Brick Gin. I'm really disappointed not to see Sugar House Bourbon on there. I really yeah. like their bourbon. And I don't. I know people love High West, and I think their stuff's good, but it's not made here, guys. Most of it's just mixed here. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you. Weren't they 
starting to distill at some point or are yeah, they just not to that point yet? No, no, no. They've been distilling since they opened. They just, I think two years ago was the first yeah. time they were able to crack their own casks because for it to be an American whiskey or bourbon, it has to age for five years in a burnt oak cask. Uh, and so they just were barely able to crack that not too long ago, just a couple years ago. So I still, and I still think most of what they sell is stuff that they mix and it's owned by a giant national distributor now. So I don't know if they count anymore as local. I don't. I feel like they should. They don't. I mean, they count cafe. So, well, it started here though. And it's still owned by the people that are here. All their franchises that are out. What Chris is saying is that for high West people from outside of the state now own it. And they don't really distill a lot of their own stuff. So was it ever really local to begin with? And now that it's owned by an outside entity, does it even qualify? It'd be like voting for absolute vodka in a sense. Which I love. I don't. (laughs) It's disgusting. Best Burgers. Bet you can't guess who won that again for like the 15th year. Yeah. I'm mad that Cotton Bottom isn't in there, especially since they like survived and stayed. I wonder if they're they're just not as good, or people well, just kind of forgot about them. I don't know that they actually survived. They got bought by different people, and yeah, but they're using the same grills and they're using the same restaurant. I think the same recipes and stuff. So I was under the impression that like the menu hadn't changed much, but maybe we just need to go there and find out. Yeah, Once I don't again, know. Again, this is this is the uh, people's choice, so. Who knows? Everyone likes Lucky 13. Uh, I'm not going to lie. They got a good burger, and the trick to their burger is... Is it the burger, or is it the bacon? And if it's the bacon, does it really count as the best burger? It does, because it's part of the whole burger experience. So, And the burger itself is is really good. They do a good job with their burgers. There's no doubt about it. That was my question. Um, Best Ogden pizza. So I guess they get their own category, which is funny because then the pie shows up there and Slackwater shows up there and there's a Slackwater at Southtown. And I will agree. Slackwater is amazing pizza, by the way. Um, I would definitely, there's a pie in Ogden. To go there. But yeah. lucky, lucky slice is the, the one that really wins that place up there. Is so good. Yeah. That's, it's that's all a, like thin crust pizza, but it's really yummy. Yeah. It's very good. Very good. Uh, lots of slices. It's the like New York style slices. So throw the toppings on afterwards and, <laughs> When we were talking about um, the Salt Lake pizza stuff, it meant to mention Mountain Mike's. I keep feeling like that's going to break the it's list a, one of these days. It's not because it's a national company. Oh, I didn't know that. So the, it's a, mostly out of California. There's a handful outside of the state of California, including the one here. Um, but it was not a Utah-developed company. Uh, but I still like it, and it's a it's a very small franchise. Uh, and I would encourage anyone to try it that lives out on the west side because it's delicious uh best sandwiches moochies wins again and there's a picture of that cheesesteak yep i still agree with that moochies is amazing and i will tell you uh now the sandwiches is a broad category and i you know i don't know that moochies wins at all sandwiches but their cheesesteak is outstanding i like their meatball but again i say the meatballs are too big guys you got to go smaller meatballs because i need to be able to like experience the sub without like having shit all over my face i feel like your mouth is just too small probably probably plus the beard it's just the whole thing mooch i will (laughs) say this as well moochies did win the best cheesesteak competition that we had at work so uh scotty also have a great chocolate cake 
They do. And Scotty, who will listen to this, will still to this day complain because he feels like the Moochie sandwich is soggy. I don't agree. Uh, also, they were able to replicate really well. So the, the location on like 78th and state uh, is as good as the downtown location. So uh, and it's you know not a small house. So and here we see Caputo's again. I would like to try Feldman's Deli, though. I keep hearing about it. We just don't eat sandwiches very often. Well, um, we'd have to go to lunch downtown, which is because Feldman's not open for dinner. It's not open on Mondays. So you, you have to kind of work downtown to really get Feldman's or make a special. Well, we were talking about uh, one of our field trips. We go to the uh, Salt Lake Farmer's Market, so we could always go there that day. I know Feldman's would be closed on a Saturday. I think they're open Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's uh, really meant for the business crowd downtown, I think. Um, best cookies. Yay, Ruby Snap wins. Fuck Ruby you, Crumble. Hey, beat Crumble. Woohoo. I mean, all kudos to Crumble. People seem to like them, but uh, they're not they're not as good as Ruby Snap. I'm sorry, people. Ruby Snap, going to win every time. Also, just so you know, back to the Feldman thing, they are open on Saturday. They're just closed mm. Sunday and Monday. Oh, there we go. Right, maybe we can go there. Weird, best hard cider. We have really one company that's been doing it for a long time. They kind of have their own category. That's Mountain West. The Hive Winery, we did talk to, um, um, God, what's her name? I fucked it up when we were talking to her, too. Uh, Tanner. Leonard. Yeah, Tanner. Um, what did I call I like her? Trisha way, yeah. or something stupid? Uh, yeah, but Tanner. No, it wasn't even something. Cl- it wasn't even close. I was like, hey, Kels. <laughs> But anyway, she was talking about um, that with the out of place cider, uh, and and uh, that we have a few more cideries now, or people making cider, not necessarily cideries. I don't know if that's what it's called, but uh, culinary schools. Um, so Park City Culinary Institute, which is in Salt Lake City, not Park City, um, uh, is uh, number one there. And then you have Salt Lake Community College and Utah Valley University. Actually, uh, their culinary school was was rated highly. Soups, Porcupine Pub. I got to say Soup Kitchen's better. They're number two, but I love Soup Kitchen soup. It's so good. I don't know that I've ever had Porcupine soup, but I've had Soup Kitchen and I've had Cafe Zupas. I'm not going to mention Cafe Zupas, but... (laughs) (laughs) I like their potato soup, but none of their other soups. I'm not a big Zupas fan overall. I've only ever been there once or twice, and it was underwhelming. Best chicken sandwich, Pretty Bird. Absolutely, hands down. I'm here to report the location. If you're going to get Pretty Bird, just go to the location on 21st and 7th East. It's way bigger. It's way faster. They don't run out of shit. Um, They're opening up in Park City. They're opening up one in Park City. Well, and the parking is better in that one. So you can go in without having to, like, park at the Gateway. Or not Gateway. At City um, Creek or at the Regent City Creek. Yeah. So I think the location is much better in the way like if you're driving now, if you're downtown and you're at the gate or you're already at city Creek, I don't want to keep saying gateway or you're planning an outing at Eccles and, and the timing works out right. I would go to the one downtown just because it's the first one has kind of the fun, just the fun vibe of, of its location, but the food, both places, absolutely fantastic and holds up the next day. If you decide to warm it up and eat it later. And they do just tenders now and, and uh, smaller tender sandwiches. And so. as a fun side note, the original location, the one downtown, is a block away from where they filmed the Pretty Bird scene. 
And for those who haven't listened to our previous episodes, that's where the name Pretty Bird came from, was from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, so if you go back and listen to episode 14, so we're on 295, episode 14 uh, was the first time we interviewed Viet. Um, We had him, you know, in my tiny office. Uh, It was a a really great show. Uh, And then we we had him again at uh, episode 91. So like two years later, he finally opened the restaurant and um, the But we didn't before, have him. He had us. Yeah. The week before he officially opened, he had just us over to show us the place. Uh, talk, he talked all about it. So if you want to hear all about Pretty Bird and all the crazy trials and tribulations he went through to get that thing open initially, uh, episode 91 is, is the one you want to listen to. But if you want to hear about Viet as a whole and just like his experiences, uh, episode 14 is, is where I would point you. And he's then the clock all... truck. Oh, go ahead, oh, Jeremy. Sorry, I was going to say he's just he's been on all kinds of stuff with uh, Iron Chef, Beat Bobby Flay, the he's one Iron Chef to Vietnam, yeah. just a ton of stuff. Yeah, he he wins almost every time too. But I was going to say the clock truck when Jessica and I went to the last, not the last one, I guess, because I think that they still had an awards last year, but the City Weekly where we won our last award two years ago. The clock truck was just coming out. And they actually uh, kind of consulted with Viet and Viet's wife and talked to them and uh, and kind of got the, you know, the fried chicken blessing, I guess, in a way. So I really want to try it. But I think that they're most they're more up north, like in the Ogdenish area, if you want to find their truck, because they're still in a food truck, I believe. But I've heard that they have some really good chicken. Uh, all right. So best barbecue. Stupid. I hate that R&R wins this. They're not, they sold it to some guys, by the way. Um, it's not even the R&R, the original guys that did R&R. Um, and then, uh, Pat's, I like Pat's. Um, they have some stuff that's good and Sugar House comes in at number three. I'll still tell you the best barbecue in the Wasatch Front is Bam Bam's, uh, down in Ogden. I still need to try Sion. Is it Sion's? Is that scenes. how you say scenes? Yeah, uh, it's I'll... spelled just like Sean, but they said scenes. It's amazing. It is so good. Yeah, I, I would take Famous Dave's over R&R any day of the week. And Famous Dave's is good in a pinch, but it's not. like I. It's definitely juicier. I feel like R&R is just dry and tasteless. It's not good. Local beers. Let's talk about some local beers. So Shades Pina Colada Sour, which doesn't sound good to me. One best local beer. No. I don't, I don't agree with any of these. TF Brewing, Ferda, and Bewilder Colson. Yeah, I don't think any of those should be considered the best. Yeah. Whatever. We'll just keep right on going. <laughs> I'm not a heavy beer drinker these days, so best salad, Spitz. See, I've been telling Bree that I want to go try Spitz because it's right down from... I actually made a note. About that on my notes from going through this, because every time we drive past, he's like, I want to go to Spitz, but we're on our way somewhere or we've already decided what we're doing for dinner or something where we can't stop in. But one of these days, we're just going to have to plan and just go there. So it's a big old Mediterranean salad uh, is what is one them best salad. Uh, and I'm going to ignore the other two because you know who they are. Um Best brew pub, Squatters, Swins, then Red Rock and Red Rock and Wasatch. Um, I've never been to Wasatch, Wasatch's pub. Um, I like Red Rock a lot. 
I it's really been like years food. since I've been to Red Rock. Have you been there recently? Yeah, I've been to the Fashion Place location a couple oh. times. For I forget lunches. that they've got that one out there. Brewster's is good. Brewster's in Ogden is another really good one that gets overlooked, but Brewster's is really good. Good food, too. Yeah, yeah, good food. Yeah. Uh, You know your Hoppers is gone, Jeremy, right? I know. It makes me so sad. Disappear. It's like uh, the place place you chose for your birthday for a couple years in a row. I didn't understand it. November. November's when they closed, and some restaurant bought them out, but I don't think they're going to to the brewery i think that's gone i'm really disappointed that uh the bohemian's not one of those three that's my vote by by far i think their food's better than any of the others for sure they have good fries speaking of fries yeah it is very much a german pub food though so so Uh, their pretzel is bigger than my head and and they they put it in the beer cheese oh it's so good i had that for my birthday last year so good yeah, then uh, Best Distillery. So there's our there's our friends at Sugar House, and then High West and uh, Ogden Zone. So uh, again, I dispute High West. Yeah, and I mean there's there's so many good distilleries now. I think that's a it's a matter. What the hell's going on over there? <laughs> it's not me. I'm muted. Uh, I I uh, I really like uh, some of the local distillers that we have producing stuff now i just don't drink enough booze to try them all even though i want to and my liquor cabinet's full so come drink my liquor our liquor is overflowing i think when sean comes and watches the pets when we go on our cruise we might tell her she has to have a party and we'll like take the (laughs) stuff that we don't want her to use and like put it somewhere different and just say open bar use what you like I uh, best wings. This is a good one for me because I think Charlie Wings Company is amazing. Their wings are really good. Uh, and then the Wing Coop, and then uh, Wingers and Legends Pub and Grill tied for third. Hmm. And Wingers, Wingers is good, but they're more chicken strip place. Uh, I like Legends quite a bit, but I don't know that I've ever really had their wings, so I'll have to try that. I, I don't know that I've tried any of those. Legends is uh, the place that took over like the Iggy's over by Southtown. And I think maybe a couple of the other locations. Yeah, I really like Wing Nuts. As far as I know, there's only two locations, but they're really good. Wing Nuts? Isn't that a big national brand? Pretty sure it is. So there's the one in Draper, and there's the one at the district. I'm going to find out. Yeah, just look and see. On. I don't think they are, but I've been wrong before. They're, but their wings are really good. Oh, yeah, they had a bunch, dude. There's South Jordan, Ogden, Draper, Orem, Sandy, Tittersville, St. George, Spanish Fork, Nampa and Boise, Idaho, Las oh, Vegas so. and Henderson, Nevada. So they are a Utah company, uh, oh, but good. they're they're all over this uh, strip between Idaho and and Nevada. So, gotcha. Chris, where did we get our wings from last time? Um, I don't remember. It was either, uh, it it might have been the Wing Stop. I don't remember. Might have been Wing Nuts. I like Wing Nuts because they do the the baked wings too. Yeah. Basically the chicken nugget things, but they're not. <laughs> so I don't know. They're good. Um, but Wings okay, Stop is a big group, I think. Who's heard of TF Brewing? Have we heard of that one before? The fuck yeah. brewing? Yeah. They're they're newer, but yeah, I've heard of them. I haven't had any of their stuff yet, though. So I've had their seasonal. Uh, their one at Halloween or 
or fall their fall seasonal and the winter seasonal. They were pretty good. It's Templin Family Brewery, by the way, not the fuck brewery. It's TF. That's the fuck, man. WTF. <laughs> if you look up their logo, Chris, I'm sure you recognize it. I'll have to look them up. Uh, Fisher and Shades round out the other two uh, for best brewery. I agree. Best sushi. Takashi still wins. I still refuse to go there till they open their fucking restaurant back up. I do not want to go sit in the bar next door or get takeout for my first. I actually made that note in my notes to say that about if you hadn't, if you didn't bring it up. It just it bugs me that they still, at least the last time I checked, which wasn't that long ago, don't have their own restaurant open. Uh, they're they're just serving through the bar next door, a limited menu, and then a takeout menu, and. I just I want the experience of Takashi in Takashi, which I think is what people are still voting for. Um, I agree with Tsunami and Sapa. They're both really good. I really enjoyed Sapa. Uh, and then fucking line at opening really explains how good Sapa must be. Uh, best tacos, Taqueria 27, uh, Rock Taco, and Lone Star Taqueria. And I haven't had Taqueria 27 in a while, but I got to tell you, there's a lot of taco places out there now. And I still think that um, the the taco place attached to freaking Anaya's Market on 78th, what is the name of it? Um, Tacos Lopez. The one you can never remember? Yeah. Tacos Lopez. That place is so good. Uh, I would encourage anyone to go to Tacos Lopez over any of these other places, Uh, (coughs) even though they're good. I'm not going to shit talk Taqueria 27 or Lone Star Taqueria. I'll have to try Rock Taco. I've never tried it. I've never been to Rock Taco. Best food truck. Cluck Truck wins. I told you I heard good things. So I'll have to, we'll have to track them down and try it. Um, Waffle Lava, Waffle Love is up there. And then Bombdilla, Bombdilla. I'm guessing it's a quesadilla truck. Bombdilla. Probably. Probably. Bombadillo. Best ramen, Yoko, Tasha's, and Haru. Julia, Uh, you've been to some of those ramen places, haven't you? We go to we go to um, Chris's ramen restaurant that I really like. No, I haven't been to those ones. I've What's been that? to Jinya. I've been to the Jinyas around. Yeah, the Jinya is a, a big chain, actually. Yeah, it's not chain. local. That's uh, uh, I was asking what ramen places I've been to. That's about it as far as I'm, I'm pretty consistent about going there for ramen places. They're good. I like Jinya a lot. I love I was, all the murals and stuff that they have in their walls. Yeah, I I uh, I like my ramen though. So we had it for New Year's Eve, and it was the bomb. And then it is worth mentioning the best vegan um, Zest wins again. Zest Kitchen and Bar, Vertical Diner, and then Buds, which is a new arrival. I think Buds is new uh, on the list. So those are all the readers' picks for food and drink. That is not restaurants because there's a whole bunch of restaurants as well. Um, how are we doing on time? We're good to go just a little bit more here. So are we going to keep going for, through food and drink, or are you moving over to Reader's Picks for, for restaurants? What do you guys want to do? I don't know. I said let's go through staff picks for food and drink. Let's just okay. keep going on this. I don't want to just read all these, so it would be great if you guys just want to throw out some that you, you thought were really good. Uh, yeah, we don't need to read them all. Just let, yeah, let's I anything. I've talked about all the ones I've been to. <laughs> so like two. <laughs> right, well, look at that. Let's... Apollo Burger won the best Greek style burger because of their um, their Athenian. So Which there's I that. 
And their Euros. Oh, That's probably my favorite thing at Apollo is their Euros. I don't like tzatziki sauce that much. Turtles are so big. I always just get their kids' meals when I go because it's so big. Uh, I mean, because guys, when you go read through these, if you if you're following along at home, I mean, there's stuff like best pup cup was a, a is just a you know puppuccino or whatever. It's just whipped cream. Uh, this, you know, they, they have stuff like that. But they're um, cute. They make people happy. I don't know, man. Loaded tater tots. Because I so, make dogs happy. So then it's a good day. I am going to point this out. The best pit boss was Cam and Tro... Tri, I can't fucking ever say Cam Cam's name. But it's Bam Bam's. It's Cam's the guy that's yep. Bam Bam. I was going to uh, point that out to you. Yeah, and and uh, and I think they even did a uh, maybe they no that's from somewhere else, um, but they did a little bit on Bam Bam's barbecue down in Orem. I'm telling you, uh, it's the best barbecue in in Utah, hands down. You just have to put up with how much of a BYU fan those those people are down there, but it's <laughs> it's great. It's really good. So I don't know if you noticed, but the best loaded tater tots was that Bomb Dia. I did. So it's a, yeah. So um, it says the Bombdia food truck, owned and operated by Ruben Soyan, brought a Los Angeles flair to the Beehive State with loaded quesadillas and tater tots. So you were right about the quesadillas, but apparently it's tater tots too. And the tater tots come with mac and cheese. That's that seems like a lot of like starchy stuff. And like, you need some of your tots. I'm going to throw this out there. Best Chinese takeout, Dragon Diner. I'm going to agree with them because I love Dragon Diner. And now that I'm not working down in that area, I don't get it very often. But right across from the hospital, basically, uh, from St. Mark's on 39th South and 13th East is a little bitty Chinese diner. Places I've only been in there once to eat. I've never done takeout. But when we went in there to eat, it was really good. Yeah, that place is great. It was when I, clearly when I was working at the hospital. Best use of gelato, I think, is kind of kind of a funny one. So dul- dulcetti gelatos, af- affogato. So they give you uh, gelato with espresso. <laughs> so I guess you get like a hot and a cold. So that could be cool. Oh, this is cool. I didn't... Go ahead, Jeremy. I was going to say best charcuterie in a box. Did you see that one? I did, but I make my own. <laughs> True. It does look good though through harvest yeah, honey. It does look really good actually. I like the one Carmela made us. That one is my vote. Oh yeah, that one Carmela did was dang. But good. that wasn't in a box. Even though I it on her menu, she just did it to be nice. I think technically it wasn't a box when she brought it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just saw this one though the the best taste of Tuesday. So this yep, is how they I was going to mention it. that. But Fron- and I didn't know Franks did this. So Franks is a, a really nice French style front fine dining restaurant. Uh, it's owned by the guys that own the Tuscany, um, tucked away by the cotton bottom of the Tuscany uh, in Knutson's corner there. And <clears throat> I really like it, but apparently they do a tasting menu on Tuesdays. So it's a $45 meal on Tuesdays and they are, you know, rotating dishes and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, Chris, Chris is taking me on a date there on Friday, unless I'm at a date. funeral, which I don't think will preempt our date. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff here. Do you guys have any others that you want to mention? Best, best Charming Candy Shop Hatches Family Chocolates. That's cool. We've had them on the show. Nice people. Yeah, very nice people. Um, best but, Sushi for Goths. That's, uh, I love it that it's Ito Sushi. <laughs> 
best, you know, best she's lunch special trio, Himalayan Kitchen. I've never been there for lunch, but I would assume if they're as good as their dinner, it would be delightful. Yeah. That was oh. the first place I ever had um, Indian food at. It was after we our mowing year. We got to go out for dinner. Oh, yeah. And that's where Dad picked. It was so good. We got like a little bit of everything. We just sampled it all. So yummy. Uh, it's worth mentioning this one, the best laid plantains. <laughs> yeah. Titles. Uh, Pepito Mo's. That place is great. If you like, uh, if you like fried plantains and, um, you know, uh, mafongo, uh, that's a, a great place to go. Really good Puerto Rican food. I just have to mention this because I always think of my grandpa, but uh, best menudo was uh, La Puente. So that's. That's something interesting. He used to like it at uh, Sylvester's, and I don't think there's any Sylvester's left. I think there were two in the valley. Still but one up on 33rd and like 27th. Is there? There used to be one over here on the west side. It was on the east side of 215 by uh, Valley Fair Mall. And that's yeah, right the there on the corner. Uh-huh. That's the one we always went to with my grandpa, and he would always get menudo. But not. it's not for me, but it just makes me think of my grandpa. So I just kind of wanted to throw that one out there. Jeremy, we have a... Uh... We have a new place that we have to go try in Lehigh, Porky's Kauai. Yeah, I saw that. It, but and it says Kauai, but it does. I don't think they're wrapped like the ones that we got. No, in Kauai. they're not. They're not puka dogs, but yeah. they're they're you know uh, fresh pineapple, grilled onions. Mm, I'm excited. Mm. Hey Jeremy, did you see Best Ogden's Classic got Roosters got for that? Oh, good, good, good. I'll look at that. Yeah. Once Flaming, again, this is the Steph picks. Yeah, Flaming Cheese Will, they point out Cecilia Mia having tried it. Uh, that place is awesome. I would recommend yeah. it highly for anyone. We went there this, well, this past year, I guess. It's not 2021 anymore, but we went there and uh, I got it from like fresh from the wheel and it was fabulous. And Chris got something else to just, you know, so we'd have something different to try, but he was kind of regretful <laughs> that he didn't get the the Flaming Wheel pasta. You know, when I see stuff like Best West Jordan Tie and it's Tie Delight, all I can think <laughs> is that's because that's the vote I gave. Because I think Tie Delight is actually the best Thai food in the Valley. Um, and it's over off of 62nd and Bangator. Um, it's just this little tiny place in the strip mall. Their Thai food is outstanding. It is so good. Uh, and I just, I have to think that when I see that there, it's because of my vote specifically. <laughs> but that that tipped them off to go check that place out. Best Sugar House Shooters, the Tap Room. Is this an old place? Because I swear my dad used to go to a place called the Tap Room. Mm, I don't be. know. I have no idea. Best but Jeremy- Turf on a Bun, the Garage Grill, which their new location is right over by me and it should be opening soon. Jeremy, did you notice that there's a twist, a place called Twisted Tiramisu? Since you don't really like desserts other than tiramisu, uh, I do like. And you can have it delivered. Ooh. So there you go. Uh, so here's a there's a new thing that I I'm I'm in love with. I've tried them from the freezer section of the Asian market, and that is Korean style corn dogs. And there is a place I have been dying to try called Yummies Korean Barbecue. It's on, you know, where the old um, like Hires Big H was on, like by the driver's license division on 47th. Yeah. Uh, so it's that little tiny like building that was like a computer repair shop at one point, and it's been like a drive-up restaurant a few times. That's mm-hmm. that's a Korean barbecue place now called Yummies. Uh, and I got the best panko encrusted corn dogs, but they do stuff like 
Uh, it's got like rice cake and cheese inside. Um, they do some with like fruity pebbles on the outside. I'm ex- I'm excited to try that place. I'm glad it, they they listed it. Best craft cheese, beehive cheese. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I like beehive quite a bit. We good? You guys got any others on there you want to point out? I think, I think that's I, it. I think I grabbed them all. Yeah. Salsalitos should have been on there. Well, it might be on the next one. So yeah, we're going. The we're next going one is maybe some the best. That's all right. It's not going yeah. to be though. I can just tell it, you right I, now. It's not. I don't think I red saw iguana, it blue through. iguana, and something else. But it won't yeah. be Salsalitos. If no. it's not downtown, Julia, it doesn't win. There's also green iguana in St. George. Not listed too. If it's not if you downtown, want to be a successful Mexican <laughs> restaurant, pick a color and add iguana to the end. <laughs> I like peppers down in St. George. Honestly, I think that's a, a really good restaurant. They do stacked enchiladas there, which is really hard to find. So. Except for Chris's restaurant, which is located in my house where he makes stacked enchiladas. Uh, okay, so we're going to go over to restaurants now. Um, we're going to go a lot faster through these because there's going to be some stuff that's repeated probably. A lot of stuff is my guess. Best Bakery, Gourmet. No, Eve. there's not a ton that's repeated, actually. So the best restaurant, the best bakery, Gourmandise. And then I think my favorite is Fillings and Emulsions, which is second. Yeah. And then Thule Bakery, which is uh, one of my favorites to go to um, at the market, is third. I also like Volkers a lot at the market. Um, so, uh, Best coffee shops, uh, Beans and Brews wins like every year. Best Indian restaurant. So they have Bombay House, which is the perennial winner. Saffron Valley, which is my vote, especially the one. I really like that. That was good. Uh, and then Those Catman two are usually pretty interchangeable with who That's wins so year to year. Yeah. Uh, at Gura's left off again. I actually like Gura's. Uh, yep. I think for me, it's probably Saffron Valley, then Gura's, then Bombay House. Uh, yeah, I, I would put Bombay House last too. I don't care about best wine list. Um, no, but those places uh, looked really cool. I went to like the BTG and like, I feel like if you want to go somewhere fancy to just like do something fun, that could be cool. Um, best Italian. So Carm- Cecilia Mia. Yeah. They're, they're number two. Carmine's uh, Italian restaurant one and they're up in Fort union. I've never been there. So maybe uh, another place to try. Uh, best downtown restaurant, Copper onion. Just I haven't skipping. been there for a long time. Just skipping, Just skipping the tie. tie. One of my favorite food oh, groups, yeah. Thai. Sorry. That's all right. The, we already mentioned my favorite Thai restaurant, Chabar. I think Chabar wins like every year, don't they? Maybe. That's over on uh, like 72nd and uh, State Street, basically. Yeah, in Midvale. Yeah, it's an old, weird restaurant building that didn't make it so downtown restaurant copper onion i don't know if it's the best downtown restaurant guys no it's but okay it's fun. it's fun but i don't know if it's the best uh and i've never been to ochre so maybe I'll try ochre. it's on this list a couple of times for different things too uh best non-downtown restaurant they have the cliff dining pub uh mint tapas and sushi and provisions mm. um Best Utah County restaurant, communal, and then Strap Tank, which is uh, <laughs> I'm excited to try and take a trip down to Strap Tank. We've been saying we're going to do it for a couple years yeah. since it opened, basically, and we haven't. So, best French restaurant. Uh, I haven't been to Lakai yet, 
This is the first Jeremy time I've did. Seen her Jeremy went though. Yep, we went last year for Valentine's, and they actually served food, and there was actually people there. It is something like that. It's so good. I love it. So it is but a real Fox, place. They had a fan. Is it is it uh, is it worthy of best French restaurant that it always gets? Yes. I couldn't compare because I don't really go to French restaurants, so right? I don't know. But it's cool. It's bougie. I've been to both Lakai and Tronks, and as far as like fancy like atmosphere, I think Lakai wins because um, I think Franks is is just more simple. But as far as food goes, it just if memory serves right, I think Franks is better. But it may be just like the level of Franks is a smaller than Lakai. And then there's a huge drop off to Eva's Bakery. So it's a <laughs> whole different side of French dining. Eva's is an amazing French bakery downtown. It's the blue building on Main Street. You can't miss it. Yep. Um, but and oh my gosh, they have such good pastries. But it, I wouldn't call it a restaurant. I know you can sit down and eat, and there's other food, but it's really a bakery. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's called a bakery because people mostly go there for pastries. It's, so. it's named Eva's Bakery. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think they did that because you can get sandwiches. But if you'll look, like, best atmosphere, it does say Lakai, which is goes along with my maybe as, Frank's Lakai thing. As number three. Yeah. Log Haven wins. And I still haven't I Log love Haven Log Haven Well, and that's what I asked for for when we got married from my work, and they still got us melting pot. Um, best Vietnamese sandwich is Oh My. Uh, and I didn't realize we had Somi and Little Saigon as well. I don't think that the freaking... Bonnies are that great at Oh My, to be honest with you. Maybe You're not it's that, just that impressed with Oh My, right, though? Yeah, I don't think they're that good. I'm, I'm surprised. So, Okay, so best desserts. I need to I need to try this place. Pie Fight, I've heard nothing but good things about it. It wins best desserts. I really got to go try Pie Fight. Bourbon, caramel, apple, blueberry, lemon, or pumpkin cream cheese crumble pie. I would eat all of those all just all together. Just push them uh, in my face. They're at the ninth and ninth location, so yeah, I'm gonna have to go yeah. check them out. Maybe on a farmers market day, go pick up a pie from them. Uh, filling zone emulsions, which is oh my god, their stuff's so good. And then Doki Doki, and Doki Doki, I've been wanting to try too. Uh, it's like a, I think it's like a Korean uh, dessert place. Maybe one of these days we'll have to do a date where we like do a appetizer, a dinner, and a dessert all three different places or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Best Chinese. Bet Why is it always won. the Mandarin? I don't get it. I've been there several times. It's my former father-in-law's favorite restaurant. I just, I, it's fine. I'm good with Red Maple being Me second. Me too. Out in West Valley. And then, uh, uh, actually, Red Maple is right. It's Taylorsville, technically. I think maybe it's West Valley. I think I you're know. right. But uh, it's, it's, I think it's Taylorsville. Yeah. So, you right know, I talked board, about right? the yummy Korean barbecue place. It's right next to Red Maple. Yep. They're both right there. In, like, it's the right. It's lot, just west. Yeah, it's just west of the um, the DLD out here on the west side. And the the new Korean restaurant's in an old eat burger so it's shaped funny. Yeah. Uh, and then Little World wins at number three, comes at number yeah. three. <laughs> just funny. And again. Best Mexican restaurant, like I said, Stupid Red Iguana, followed by Blue Iguana, followed by something I haven't heard of. Melindo? Melindo Nayarit? And see, I like Chili Teppin uh, over all three of those. I would take Chili Teppin over all three of those easy. 
Um, I don't care about Park City restaurants. Yeah, we don't go that often. I don't think Penny Ann's is deserving of best breakfast. Sorry for all you Penny Ann's fans. I don't think that it's that great. Yeah, I know that there's a ton of them. I don't think I've ever been. And um, now Blue Plate's gone. They demolished that little sucker. It's okay. That place hadn't been good in a while. <laughs> uh, I don't care about bar brunch. Um, I've never been to any of those places for brunch. It's because you don't go to bars. We're go- yeah, but we go to brunch a lot. Aren't we going to Purgatory? Yeah. So we'll be going there this weekend, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else? We still have yet to go to Lazee's, and it's number two on Best Middle Eastern, and I'd love to go there. I wouldn't mind going to Maza either or Beirut Cafe. I I think we need to try them all. So when you're up at the ninth and ninth getting your pie, stop at Lazee's first <laughs> and have something and then there. Go to Lazee's and go. go to the pie. That's our main course. Yeah, there you go. Um. I'm going to skip down to best brunch because that is something I know a little bit about. Sunday's best. I'm telling you, this place is over by my office. That place is freaking awesome. We were trying to get our friends to go there, but our friends live on, um, they live by the OC Tanner um, estate. And I think that when she saw where that was located, she was like, no, I'll fall off the edge of the earth. So uh, she picked purgatory because it's a little less south. (laughs) Um, let's see what's next well vegetarian but that's the same as it was pretty much on the other side Um, I've heard of that table X and I've kind of wanted to try it I've heard that that it's like seasonal and they change the menu all the time best Greek restaurant is the other place which I think wins most of the time and that's a little place downtown I like that Little Greek restaurant. It's a great place. Um, let's see what else. Do you guys want to go through some staff picks here? There, there are quite yeah. a few repetitive ones that I'm trying to skip through here. So that Carson Kitchen one I thought was interesting because it's they're talking about bringing Vegas here. So I'm guessing it's named after Carson City. But I I wonder why I wonder why it's Vegas here other than maybe just coming from Vegas. It yeah. makes me curious. I don't know. It's I don't like think that's... Vegas has a food style. Yeah, that's why I couldn't figure out. But Cotton Bottom got on this, so best rest as best restaurant save. So Central Central Wood Fired Pizza gets best pies for feasting anon. Is feasting anon? I don't know. It's uh, hmm. down in Cedar City. We've been there. It's a pretty good place. Oh yeah. We, that's um, where we went um, after Cassie gra- Cassie's graduation, huh? Yeah, that place was pretty good, for yeah. sure. Um, best bakery for night owls, Munchies. So <laughs> I'm saying this place is open from seven to eleven p.m. That's uh, awesome. That's, uh, best, that's definitely best restaurant best. location is Rio Grande. That's the best location in Utah. No, I think it, I think they were talking about it moving or something. If I I think I read about it. Yeah, and it's the, about if you relocating look at it, it. It's about the fact that it's relocating. Oh, gotcha. Because uh, you know it died. Well, because of then, the earthquake. I need I need to try this because Chris tells me that Ethiopian food is pretty good, but my hinder Ethiopian. So maybe we need to try that too. Yep. Let's see what else. There's that ochre place again under Best Restaurant Survival because yeah, so, it had just opened. Okay, so 
I thought Ochre was the place out in Daybreak, but this is saying it's downtown. So yeah, hmm. interesting. Maybe I'll have to try that downtown and see if it's any good. Um, oh, so Sauce Boss is a place that I've been wanting to go. Um, the last time I tried to go there, it was closed. Um, but it's uh, a place down in uh, Draper that's like Southern style cooking. They have like five or six things on their menu. <laughs> Um, and they're only open, you know, for a small amount of time, but I've been wanting to go there, uh, for lunch sometime. It looks really good. I think this is interesting. Best Holy Union, Tandoori Taqueria. So <laughs> Indian tacos. That sounds oh. good. Cause curry pizza is, curry pizza is fucking amazing. Uh, and that's a place here that you can find locally. That's really good. So Tandoori chicken stuffed with cabbage slaw wrapped in buttermilk non tortilla. Oh, now I'm just hungry, guys. <laughs> Do you have any others you want to hit? Um, I don't think so. No, nope, I don't think so. I think that's that covers it pretty well. So um, I, I'll just kind of round this out by saying if you're wanting to find a place to go to eat, um, this is a good place to go. Go to cityweekly.net. Go to their best of section. Look at the restaurants. Look at the food uh, categories. All of these places that we talked about. And guys, we didn't even we skipped through like well over half of what's on here. You're gonna get an idea of places to go um, if you want to try something new. Um, you want to support a local business, especially during COVID. These are all places that are open that have managed to survive. Um, they're they're pretty good about making sure that the the places they put in their best of editions are still around. Uh, so. For sure, you you definitely want to go here and and look at what what's out there because there's an amazing array of of food that's available in Salt Lake City. We have we've had a lot of guests talk about it, even how diverse our food culture is here and and how many amazing restaurants we have. And I, I just think it's worth mentioning that you should go check all these places out. Um, I want to go try Munchies now. <laughs> I want to go try a bunch of different places now. So. What if you have? If you have the option, don't go to a chain restaurant. Go go somewhere local. There's so yeah. many cool places to go. Somewhere new, yeah. Save save your chain restaurants for you know when you have your little kids with you and you're in a rush and you don't have time to get anything decent. Or when you're stuck in Utah County. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's uh, that's going to wrap it up for the night, uh, for the week, for the episode. I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. Um, Hopefully you guys liked what you heard. I we'll have another uh, city weekly best of uh, episode at some point um, for all the know, rest of the stuff because that was just food. That's just the food, and that's the stuff that I mean. We all are big giant food fans, so um, we like to we like to try new stuff, and that's one way that we do it is by looking through the guide and finding all the all the cool new hip places that people like, and some of the places that uh, honestly. The staff picks, like I said, most of them are from readers that had voted for them, and they didn't make the top three, but they either had enough or they were interesting enough that the staff within City Weekly went out and had meals there and and went out and saw the place and talked to the owners and did a snippet for them um, because they're worth mentioning because they're good. Uh, so I, I encourage you to go to go check that stuff out. It's, it's fantastic. Um, Next week is the last week of the month, and we'll have a really fun episode for you um, talking about 
uh, all the new special stuff that we're doing at the end of the month. Um, so please tune in for that next week. Um, and just have a uh, have a good week. Have a good uh, end of towards pray end of January. For, pray for snow. If you have to be outside, remember, try not to breathe. Don't forget, you can't get COVID on Sunday. You just can't get tested for it on Sunday, Julia. I'm sorry. You can still get it on Sunday. You can still get it at church, Julia. If you go and don't wear a mask because you don't want to be ostracized for wearing a mask, you can still get COVID on Sunday. Nope.